Hi folks, this is Matt Peters, and this is Cast Today for June 28th. My guest today is Terry Gant. He is the owner of Third Coast Comics. He's one of the few black comic book shop owners in the country. Uh, he's also very entertaining and a very good friend of mine. So listen up. Big thanks to Terry for taking time out of his day to sit down with me on a Wednesday. No less, this is a new comic book day. Everybody knows that. Busy day. Other than that, we're winding down, folks. This is the last of three episodes of Cast Today for 2017. But fear not, because after a short hiatus, and I promise there's going to be a short hiatus, since last we spoke, we'll be back with all new content like you've come to expect. So, Resnaculous will still be here, the interviews, the content, and a whole lot of new stuff that you guys are going to enjoy. So, buckle in, stay tuned. Thank you for sticking with me this long. I sincerely appreciate uh, those who have listened from start to finish, uh, those two of you, so <laughs> you know who you are. Thank you very much, and uh, yeah, have a great day. Enjoy the show, and uh, yeah, stay mighty. I don't even have notes for this. <laughs> that's, how, that's how confident I am. Hello, everybody. This is Matt Peters. Welcome once again to Cast Today. Uh, this is the, uh, the the final home stretch here, so I had to get one of last year's favorites on the show. The owner of Third Coast Comics, Terry Gant. How you doing, Terry? Doing good, Matt. Doing good. Doing Sitting good. Sitting here in the, the event space at Third Coast Comics, 6443 North Sheridan Road in Chicago, Illinois. Rogers Edge neighborhood. I'm like the mayor of Rogers Edge. I, that out I like how you got that in at the beginning, just in case people like duck out. <laughs> no, like no. Now also, you know. It's also because I did an interview. I did an interview on the radio uh, on WGN, like at the beginning of the month, and somewhere in that interview where I was, you know, giving the address of the store, I almost gave the the old address. Oh no! And could not remember the new address. I blanked. <laughs> I completely blanked on the new address. So I was man. like, all right, let me get it. I'm going to get that in right now because I do know the address of the spot. And I did just write it down. It was hilarious. So, yeah, there we go. 6443 North Shannon Road. I like it. I like it. So, yeah, definitely come check out the store. There's a lot of cool stuff to be seen here. The event space is great. If there's an event going on, this place is just jumping. I was here recently for Free Comic Book Day, and it was so cool the way you guys had it set up. You had, like, a little artist alley kind of right. in yeah, the corner yeah. here. Yeah. All the books were in the middle of the room. Yeah. It was spaced out nicely. It's it's cool how it's like the uh, how it's like the enterprise almost. It can come together and split apart. That's what we like. I, I like that. So the, the, the shop itself is now smaller, right? I've only got about 250 square feet, mm -hmm. but I've packed, like, just about as many graphic novels into that space as I had at the old store and I'm not carrying as many monthlies because that's where I mean the way diamond operates is where all the risk is right yeah so I will I'll kind of if it's like a first issue or something and I think people are really interested in it I'll take a lot of I'll take some risks on what might stick there but I'll get out pretty quick mm. if it's just not happening I don't have time I don't have four or five months to see if a book is gonna hit or if people are gonna catch on yeah. what I have to do now is I ordered the first issue hey you kind of dug that you want to do a pull list I still don't pull this for you right just in case it starts to flag I don't drop a book you like. Right. I make sure you get it. But I like that in this spot on for this this area, it's graphic novels and trade paperbacks that kind of are what's moving. Mm -hmm. So I want to keep it that way. But the event space is like, you know, two thousand square feet, something like that. So I got room if I need to like do this Saturday we're gonna do a um like a some we saw this video on Facebook about people who paint Dungeons and Dragons minis. Oh, you know okay. what I mean. Yeah, and some guy made like an old Sally Struthers style video about your your unpainted minis in your closet or whatever. <laughs> so like me and some friends are gonna like you know paint some minis. You know what I mean? Okay. And I guess the guy's like, couldn't you? Can't you? Would you 
paint a mini a week. You know, that kind of thing. You know, and I'm like, hell no, I ain't painting a mini a week. You know how many D&D games I play with the pre-painted minis that, are, that come, you know, mixed, like, like blind box? I got a little, like, tackle box full of them. You know, that's what I play with. I don't paint minis anymore. But you know what? It's like, like going back home again. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. your roots are in the mini painting. So we're going to do that set. But we can do that in here. Yes. Right? Yes. I do my, my comic book meetups, like the comic book discussion groups here. My signings are in the event space. You know, there's a lot of room. And when it's something like Free Comic Book Day, people are like, man, how are you going to get a, how many people? People, can you get in there? And it's like a lot. And there were surprised. a lot. It was a former bank, so like it's got bank lobby space. Oh, it's great. Okay. You know? Yeah, I'll, I'll show you when we're done. Like you know, I'll, you you look around now, you can kind of see it in a way. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can kind of see it now. And my you store was a, the former ATM lobby. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a restroom for paying customers. That's also good. <laughs> <laughs> emphasis on that last yeah, part. The, 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 the last uh, uh, spot we had. It was like just a 100-year-old building that just had the problems that 100-year-old buildings tend to have. Mm-hmm. And when you're a shop owner, like for all those of you out there listening who are thinking one day you want to own your own business, that's well and good, but you might want to get yourself some HGTV-like skills, yes. right? Yes. Because there are going to be things that, like as a renter in an apartment, your landlord will take care of when you call them to do it. But as a shop owner, no matter what kind of shop you have, a lot of that's going to fall to you first. Mm. So pick up some skills and maybe watch a few YouTube videos if you got to. But it got to the point at the old spot where there were things that were not in my skill set to fix and that technically were not my problem that they were they were broken they weren't like things not even my customers broke them like it was it was outside the walls of my business issues that would sometimes come down to being like okay that's going to become a bigger issue at some point so before that does can somebody fix that thing now i don't have to really sweat that so much like this is a much better place for me to be i've been here about a year and three months i dig it yeah yeah i dig it too man um if we can jump back to the whole poll list thing i just kind of want to give you some props for the fact that you have good intuition when it comes to that i'm easy you know you know what i like to read uh a lot of people yeah we're going on now the second year of your summer of black comics that's right that's right after (laughs) after cast today i can't really get back into reading comics again because reading requires concentration, and concentration sure. requires sleep. Yeah. So once I achieve that sleep part, then I can get back sure. in. Actually, I have a stack at home. Just like you know, I like to pick. I don't want to like clog up the pull box or anything. So I pick them up. But uh, yeah, I got I got a substantial stack at home. I think just about every so many people that I know now, they're they're regular pull list guys. They got pull lists somewhere. You know what I mean? Even guys that have pull lists with me, they'll come in, they'll pick their stuff up, and at some point you're having a conversation with them because I have to have a conversation with you. You know what I mean? I got to get to know people you know sure. I have a conversation with them and they say you know I'm like man I'm picking these up but I'm like two months behind I'm three months behind I'm four months behind and I hear it so much that now I don't think it's an aberration hmm. right I used to think how the hell can you be three months behind like yeah. you're, what are you doing yeah. but now it seems like basically uh, I I kind of feel like what has happened is in that same way in which we are trained to wait for Netflix to drop a season and then we binge Right, we binge comics read too. Yeah. Right. I mean, when I comics, when I have a stack of comics, I read them alphabetically. Okay. Right. I just start at the top and I started A and I work my way to X. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, there's not really. I don't think I'm reading things starts with a Y. So, <laughs> I work from A through X, and if a month goes by and another issue comes out and I'm at G. Uh-huh. Now I just have two G's or whatever that is. You know, that's kind of the way I do it. Yeah. So that I'm steadily going through the stack. I'm working my way down or whatever when it, when I had a stack. But I think this is more common because we have been trained out of serialized story, how to absorb serialized storytelling. Right. Right. When right. we were growing up reading comics, the comics came out every month and you just dealt with it. And you read the issues that you got and you waited for that next issue and you could hold in your head 
what went on last month for however many books you were reading. And if you got to the point where you couldn't keep it in your head, you just dropped the book because you clearly weren't enjoying it. That's a, that's a good point. I got spoiled by mid, I want to say early 2000s Marvel when they had the gatefold covers yeah. where they would say, hey, last time, you right. know, and it would feature a little cartoony Stan Lee and everything. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. I'm okay with it as long as it's not actually a page of the comic. Like, okay. I, I don't want to open up, anytime I open up the uh, comic book and the first page is recap, mm-hmm. then I'm kind of like, you just fucked up my first page. <laughs> you know, like, why my first page is supposed to be, boom, you're in the comic now. Yeah. My first page is not supposed to be where the editor and the writer had to get together and, you know, bang something out because I just might not remember who's in my comic. Well, you right. know, last month, this dude with the antlers and this dude covered in eyes and this chick who turns into gemstones and that guy who looks like a lizard, they went to Central Park. <laughs> what? I mean, yeah, all right, I guess, but where's my comic at? I right. got, oh, another page? Okay. Like, don't charge me for a page of a comic that's just text. That's, I call yeah. that a letter column. Yes, yes, you know? exactly. Like, I'm, not, I'm not here for that, you know? But that is a, a thing that they do, you know what I mean? Like, one company does it, one major company does it, and one other company doesn't. But it's just six of one and a half dozen the other, I guess. Like, my preference is, if you're going to give me recap, give it to me outside the normal pages of my comic. I don't, maybe they don't because that inside cover is, is ads, right? Like, they make money on the inside cover. Yeah. But yeah. they should eat that shit. Well, I mean, they could always just, like, bump it up to 26 pages and yeah. then, like, do three pages of ads along right. with the recap. I, I feel like major comic book companies need to at some point, or need to at some point, they need to, in a couple of different spaces, bite the bullet to give the fans a better experience. I agree. If you find that the hottest book in, in, in terms of, like, longevity and consistent dopeness is a comic that does not come from Marvel or DC, mm-hmm. then you ought to think about doing something differently so that you... You should know that a message is being sent. Right. But if you make Batman and you live on Batman <laughs> and you're Batman comics, then technically you're not going to change anything because as far as you're concerned, everything you do is right. They even found a way to get Batman and Wonder Woman for a split second, too. Right. So, yeah, yeah. They, they, they need yeah. to hang their hat on Batman, apparently. Right. right. So, anyway. <laughs> as a retailer, I have different feelings about it, but, like, yeah. For sure, for sure. So last year we ended on a couple of things. First, I'm going to put you on Front Street because you don't have a coffee machine yet, and that's disappointing to me as a customer to the store. Where's the coffee machine, man? I need my coffee. So two things. Okay. First, anytime you come here, yes. I can give you a cup of coffee. <laughs> what I cannot do is sell you a cup of coffee. I cannot put a coffee machine in okay. because there's a license that I require ah. and, a, and a certification I would require <laughs> that I ain't got time for. Because if I'm going to go and get that license, I'm going to go ahead and get myself a packaged booze license and sell bottles of wine. Hey, now we're you know? talking. Yeah. yeah. I'm, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Right? There's always a reason. <laughs> okay. I'm cool with that explanation. If I'm going to go through the trouble of being able to legally have a coffee maker to give my customers coffee. Like, if I'm going to go through that trouble, I'm just going to go ahead and sell you a six pack. There you go. There you, you know? go. Yeah, might as well. I mean, finish the, finish the routine, you know? <laughs> Like, here, have a cup of coffee for here. Take right. a six-pack to go because right. you're not drinking in my I store. I have no coffee shop skills. <laughs> I, I, I don't I – am, I, am, I was just telling uh, my friend Bex, I was just telling Bex earlier that I have a fear. I, I'm terrified of ever working in food service because yeah. I can't trust me to give you your food and not get you sick. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I I'm just you can't on that. trust that I won't do something wrong. I see. I, I feel like I would overthink everything because I like my food experience a very certain way. And I yeah. want to provide that same experience for the person I'm serving. It would probably take an hour and a half or it should have taken 10 minutes. But that's the kind of service I would want to give. <laughs> I, just, I just know when I'm in a kitchen, I'm 
I am trying very hard to not be the king of cross-contamination. Mm-hmm. When I'm grilling, I'm like making magic happen. But <laughs> primarily, I feel like, man, I got to take, take a deep breath. Usually, I'm grilling and drinking at the same time. So I can't trust. I don't trust me and serving food. Okay. I've never done it before. I've never had a food service job because I've been afraid of, of spilling trays on people. So I'm, I'm just not. I get nervous about that. That's the one thing I'm nervous about is having to put like, you know, a oh, yeah. servers come out with like a platter and they've got like 18 desserts and a bunch of drinks and some, some extra utensils and it's burgers. And then who's got the macaroni and cheese with the chicken and the broccoli? No, no, no. You got the, the, you got the half calf and somebody needs like a <laughs> leg of rack of lamb and who's got the gyros with bacon? Like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's that's too much. I'd be wearing all of that. The, yeah, same so, here, same here. So I don't want to do food service. That's the coffee question. I, I appreciate the answer there. Um, Give me a heads up. I'll make a pot because <laughs> I got a maker back there in my kitchen. You know, I hope you like it strong. All right, yes. Don't ask for shit in it. That'd be just wrong. <laughs> oh yeah, man. That's that's the way I like my coffee. I like it strong. I like it black, just like my women. I mean, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking for which button you were going to hit. Right, like, hold on. <laughs> What's that edit button? <laughs> yeah. So, okay, the other thing I was going to ask is where we pretty much ended up last time. You mentioned that um, Black Panther was doing well yep. and that uh, Rebirth was starting off strong. Uh, yeah. Are those still uh, consistent? There is some. So, so. Black Panther's pool numbers are high. Mm-hmm. That's one of the like the top books that we have. We have um, our top pool books might be Black Panther, Batman, Wick Div, and Saga. Okay, right. Okay. By and large, those are the books that I think people subscribe to the most in our shop. Right. Um, as far as Rebirth goes, there's still some strong Rebirth books. Like Flash is still a strong Rebirth book for us. But there are some that I've dropped just because people are clearly trade waiting on them, and there ain't no point in me if no one's going to buy. You know how Jordan. Yeah, I'm not putting how Jordan. It's not worth doing it, right? That's surprising. But, but everybody, man. everybody who is subscribed to how Jordan's going to get it every month. Yeah. But there are like some that like I, I stuck with for for as long as I could, and then I had to drop them. But then they put out new books like um, Doom Patrol or like uh, the, the 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 series that had like Space Ghost and all that. Like oh, those were yeah. surprisingly popular. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, there were some that I thought would be more popular and just didn't quite work out as well. That's kind of one of the fascinating things about what DC is doing now. They are they're not quite just throwing shit against the wall to see what sticks, but they are doing more interesting comics now than they were doing with the New 52. And they're doing it in such a way that when someone tells me that they're interested in the Wildstorm versus they're being interested in like Mother Panic or Cave Carson, they're not the same kind of customer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I have the same kind of customer buying Cave Carson and Mother Panic and and also doing like the Wildstorm and some of DC's other books, right? I have that guy, but I have guys who are like, oh, wait, what's this young animal thing all about? Or being super exciting about like super excited about this stuff that's coming out that's all Kirby related. Yeah. The guys coming in buying Commandy Challenge, right? They're okay. coming in buying Commandy Challenge and they're also going to buy some indie stuff, right? And then if I point them towards something else that DC might be doing, they're like, oh, cool, all right, I'll check that out. You know, like, that is working. Okay. You know, the New 52 was almost like them saying, stick with us. We got this new Wildstorm universe we're doing, and everything in New 52 is basically, like, old school image, old school image, old school image. Oh, and it's gosh. all going to have that same feel to it. So if you weren't into that, you were just kind of out. Yeah, pretty right? much. Now, since nobody's into that, yeah. we can move on 
right? And DC can have four different types of comics, five different types of comics. You know, if you want your classic Justice League kind of superhero shit, we got a bunch of that. Yeah. If you want that Vertigo feel, but not, I, mean, I, don't, I think they don't have the balls to be as edgy as the old Vertigo shit was. Plus, I think Man. DC really did cede a lot of territory to Image, mm -hmm. right? Because half of the things that Image puts out now would have been old school Vertigo books. Oh, definitely. Right? Definitely. So now that they've just kicked that market share down the road, yeah. they're trying to give you something like with some of their newer product that's kind of like that. They're just not. I don't want to think of it that way per se, but that's kind of the niche is kind of filling. That's true. I, I think it really came. It came from them trying to market the Vertigo uh, properties outside of comics, outside of the little niche market that it was yeah. in. When they tried to expand that, with having preaching on AMC and you know Neil Gaiman doing everything under the sun, basically, it's like they kind of had to shine it up a little bit. I don't. I don't mind. So if, to me, if you're gonna. Let's say you're going to be the guys who say, hey, uh, Sandman's going to get a movie. Uh, Neil Gaiman's one of our guys, and, and he did these great series for us. And, you know, and American Gods is out there, even though we're not public. If you're going to say that a lot of what people on television are getting into was something we pioneered as a publishing house, then what you need to do is, you know, take your training wheels off and go back to doing that. Give yep. me that then, yep. right? Give me comics that scare people. Yes. You have to be willing to do that. You got to give me comics that people are afraid to read on the train. Exactly. Right? And they're not doing that. Someone else is doing that, mm -hmm. right? And they're making them cute. And they're you doing know? it very well, right. yeah. So, so to me, like, I feel like that's, that's where DC kind of falls down the job. But I can see where some of what they're putting out is meant to be that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. It's meant to be like, hey, you're not reading capes? Check this out. Not capes, you know? Sad dad comics, not capes. Sad dad comics. <laughs> you know, it's Cape Carson, <laughs> sad dad comics. I know? love it, yes. Not capes, though. Exactly. So, all right. Um, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. What are you reading lately? What's really just kind of like sparked the fire in you, if anything? Uh, so this Bug series, mm -hmm. like the, that, the Forager one that uh, the Young Animal imprints got out, I'm digging that. I love that uh, the Forge issue that DC put out with that, that big event thing they're doing that leads into Dark Multiverse or whatever they want to call it. You know, I'm liking the setup for that. Um, I love Infamous Iron Man. Yeah. You know, yeah. With, with Victor Von Doom as Iron Man. That's one I like. Um, I'm reading the American Gods uh, comic, even though I'm also reading the book and I was watching the show. Like, I'm enjoying that. Like, yeah. there's just a lot of different things out there are just all kind of really cool, and I'm glad they're out there. And I'm kind of like, you know, since I'm, I'm taking so many, like, I don't know, I'm not taking too many risks, but, like, as I'm giving things a shot in the shop, mm -hmm. I'm checking them out, and if I'm digging them, I'm kind of, you know, pointing people towards them. Like, check this out. I dug that thing. I'm not entirely, like, I mean, I put my tastemaker hat on in a way sometimes, but... Sometimes there's, I'm a little surprised sometimes people can even make a comic for me still. Okay. You know? Because yeah. at this point, you know, I've read so much shit. It's like, I don't know. That's not really for me. That's for you. Mm -hmm. I have no problem being like, oh, Deadpool's got another comic. Yeah. Not yeah. for me. Like, right? you could really tell back when they were ramping up, when they announced that Deadpool movie was in production, it was like, oh, we need five more series starring Deadpool. Mm, I, man, I, I matrix out of every single Ooh, one of those because Deadpool's not my dude. Like, no. You know, not my generation's it character. Yeah, you know. I get you. I mean, that makes sense. It's just when it's when it's the oversaturation. That's yeah. when it really just kind of gets yeah. under my skin. But anyway, anyway, we're 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 ending on a positive note here. <laughs> Comics, yay, yeah. all that good stuff. So right. stop on by Third Coast Comics. Come see Terry Gant. Get some of this conversation. Check out the the expansive 
gathering room that he has here, if anything is if, going on. Generally, and if somebody does want to like actually just get in on really dope comics conversation, come to the uh, Chicago Comic Book Meetup Group, which meets here at Third Coast Comics every third Saturday of the month at 7 o'clock. Wow. Right? That's like probably 10, 15 people sitting around talking comics. It's, it's men, it's women, it's like, you know, whether you, people who don't identify as men or women. Yep. Everybody. Everybody's in the room. Yep. You know, everybody's in the room talking comics and oftentimes drinking whiskey. Well, that's that's also a good thing, and I can, I can vouch for everybody is welcome here. Everybody has come through the door. Everybody, you know, for the most part, seems like they're having a good time, unless they're just a jerk. So lately, we've been doing this uh, uh, comic book swap thing too, Ooh. which is people bring comics that they've read that they don't need to necessarily keep in their collection anymore, and they're okay giving them away to a new home, right? Yes. People just bring. You don't have to, but it's been a thing we've done for like the last couple of months, and it's gone really well. So so far, I'm just keeping it going. Cool. You know. All right. I'm not even having to necessarily sell you comics. It's cool if you buy them. In fact, it's preferred if you buy them. But <laughs> <laughs> if you want to just pick something up, you see something on the table that looks nice, you know, that somebody brought, they don't want to take home. Hey, you bring something from the crib and you give it to somebody. Somebody brings something. Like, really interesting stuff. There was a couple volumes of Cerebus that were here. Oh, wow. Uh, last month, somebody brought, like, a whole bunch of Eddie Campbell's Bacchus. And the guys who bring stuff, they'll also like have a little pitch for like why it fits you. Nice, you know. Yeah. So it's yeah. really cool. Yeah, come to the comics meetup third Saturday that. every month. Cool. And Here's you know, there. Saturday nights parking is free, so you can use that parking meter money to buy comics. I think right. That's in Evanston. No. Man. No. Okay. Forget, forget <laughs> I said that. Forget I don't I said know that. How that works in Chicago. Bring extra money for comics. <laughs> <laughs> no, then you still got to pay till nine o'clock or something. Here. Yeah. No. No. Forget oh, I said man. all that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Sunday's free. I will say come park by me, but that's a nightmare right. too. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Terry, thanks for being on the show, man. You got it. All right. Take care, folks. Thank you for listening and stay mighty. Whatever I'm ending this with. I don't know.